Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Straightforward and out with it. Current, local, world news, and trends. 9 p.m. Sunday. So come out and join me. gentlemen. I uh, was out obviously at uh, 8 p.m. and I did a show for oh, probably about 15 minutes and then when I go to publish it I don't hear me and that's never a good thing so I had to delete that show and uh, yeah come back out here and try another one and so far it looks like it is picking up my voice so hopefully um, everything is fine this time so again um, thank you to all our workers out there all our essential workers out there and our frontline workers our doctors and our nurses and our paramedics and our police and our fire departments I thank you for the job that you do day in and day out. And thank you to my listeners and uh, my followers. to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. So, as we uh, getting closer, you know, to Christmas time, and we already know how stressful that can be any given year. But this year, especially this year, with this pandemic going on around the world, the holiday season can be stressful enough as it is. It doesn't help that the world is still in the grips of a viral pandemic. So that's why Canadians need to pay special attention to their mental health this season, according to the Canada's top doctor, Teresa Tam. And that's not just Canada, ladies and gentlemen, that's every country around the world. It's important to pay special attention to your mental health. Feelings of stress are common during the holidays and I understand that these emotions may be amplified by the COVID-19 pandemic. 
Teresa, Dr. Teresa Cam, said in a statement today, Sunday. I encourage you to take care of your mental health and wellness, including reaching out to a supportive friend or family member to talk to about how you are feeling and to seek out available resources. This is really important, ladies and gentlemen. Even your family doctor, if your family doctor was seeing you at this time. You can call the helpline for support as well here in Canada. You know, and before winter crept up, Experts had long warned about the potential impacts of darker, colder days stuck inside. Likely without the usual socialization many are accustomed to, because you know, a lot of people, you know, and including myself, I don't like winter. I don't like the cold. So I tend to stay in more. Socialize when it's absolutely necessary to. I go to work Tuesday through Friday. So it's not like I'm in my house every single day. And there's some people out there, I understand that. I understand that you're home because you're laid off from work. You're laid off because of this pandemic. And that's not helping. Our, uh, Dr. Teresa Tam and the public health experts alike have, have urged Canadians to adhere to public health guidelines this holiday season and avoid all non-essential travel to help curb rising cases of the, of the novel coronavirus. So do you really need to, you know, fly out east to, to uh, St. John's? You need to fly out west to Vancouver, BC, or any places in between. I know it's tough not to be able to see family members who live far away. But we have to. It's important to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. Dr. Teresa Tam emphasized Sunday the importance of upkeeping these measures, but acknowledged that it's not an easy thing. Hasn't been easy for anybody not to be able to see other relatives who live far away. Good evening, Pink Squirrel. Thank you for entering the show. Now, I was out here earlier this evening, oh, like two hours ago. And I did a show for about 50 minutes. And then when I go to edit the show and play back, I don't hear me. And I thought, what is going on with my audio? But you can hear me fine now, right? 
can hear me good. Perfect. So, so I'm out here talking about um, that the holiday stress, you know, may be amplified by the coronavirus. And the health experts are urging mindfulness and planning. This time of year can be stressful for a lot of people for a lot of many reasons. You know, and, the, you know, they're talking about, you know, you don't want to see loved ones during the holidays. So you want to travel. And, you know, they really don't want us to be doing that. And, um, see, for myself, I have relatives that live an hour away from where I live. So it's not like I have to jump on an airplane. But I'm not going there this holiday season anyhow. I'm staying in my city, City of London, Ontario, Canada, this holiday season. But other people, you know, they have family members all over the country. You may have family members all over the country too, and you want to be able to see them. But they're also talking about that they encourage you to take care of your mental health and wellness, including reaching out to a supportive friend or family member to talk about how you're feeling and seek out available resources family doctor for instance you know if this is really starting to wear you down you know stressful and this pandemic has been stressful now we got christmas on top of us family uh family is mental health sometimes um yes you're absolutely right you know um even a supportive friend, you know, that, you know, you can talk to as well. So our, our top doctor here in Canada um, is also talking about um, the importance of upkeeping these measures, but acknowledge that it's not an easy thing. And these measures that are being put in place you know, are not an easy thing. You know, here in Ontario, um, there is a couple regions that is in lockdown. And that's the city of Toronto and the region of Peel. And now it's probably going to be the York region, just outside of the city of Toronto, that could potentially be going into a lockdown. And this could be happening, this could be happening before Christmas. So she says to, you know, with the COVID cases surging across much of the country, infection rates are, um, are high across all age groups. Our top doctor here in Canada says now's the time to stay grounded and not lose our footing. And the other important thing here too is yes, uh, the vaccines are gonna start rolling out and 
as we're getting anxious for this, it, it's it's really important not to lose our footing on what we're trying so hard to do and prevent. Following these mandated rules, even when this vaccine rolls out, because it's going to still be some time before you even get the vaccine. Because the vaccines are going to go out to the most vulnerable people, our elderly, people who are living in, in retirement homes and nursing homes, the frontline workers, the doctors and the nurses. You know, the police and the fire departments and the paramedics, PSWs. All these people, you know, are going to get the vaccine before any of us do. And that's understandable. So we can't lose our footing on this pandemic. She goes to say the safest way to celebrate the holidays is with members of your immediate household and to avoid non-essential travel. Now, you know, if you have a family member that lives in your city and they, and they talked about, you know, people who live by themselves. Because um, right here in Ontario, London, where I live, we can have up to 10 people in our household for the holidays. So even if you're single, you're living by yourself, um, you can go and, and be with a family member as long as it doesn't exceed 10 people in that household. So you don't have to be alone at Christmas. And for some, that might mean a smaller holiday season than usual. For others, it might also mean a lonelier one, which experts say is a real concern. So that's why they're talking about it's how it's important to reach out to family members, you know, a close friend during this time. To combat the stress and beat the potential for seasonal boredom, expert agreed planning ahead is key. Talking about beat the boredom. When it comes to the holidays, um, this professor with the University of Waterloo, Ontario, Canada, said people might treat being unable to go home as a stressful loss, which could lead to an uptick in boredom you're focusing on how that feels which is painful uncomfortable unpleasant he said however there are several ways to combat this a big part of overcoming overcoming boredom is choosing to make the best out of a bad situation choose some actions Behavior, some things to do over the holiday season that you would normally do, and then focus on that as a positive. 
Boredom versus loneliness, yes. You know, absolutely. You know, because loneliness, boredom, you know, it just it, it, it goes together. It really does. And that's why, you know, they're talking about reaching out to family, reaching out to a supportive friend. You know. Yeah, lonely is sad. Absolutely is sad. You know, and that's why, you know, they talk about, you know, reaching out to family and reaching out to friends. So, it's tough, you know, it, it really is tough. Um, yes, you may, yeah, just a second here. Let me click on you here. Hi. Well, good evening, how are you? Th good, thank you, thanks for having me on. The, the difference between, people are bored all the time. Loneliness is so different. I feel bad for the elderly who don't have technology like we have. We can get on the Podbean or whatever you want and communicate with people. A lot of the older people in our lives don't know that technology. I mean, if no. they had a phone where they could call in and speak to you or me, it might make it easier for them or even to listen. It's like we all want to go FaceTime grandma or, you know, Instagram. I, I don't do either. But if you want to do that, it's sad because they don't have that technology. I think like you being able to talk on the air as well as do I, it, it gives a sense of connection, right? It so, does. Yeah. And, and I think that's what we're missing. Everybody's like, well, FaceTime grandma. or But grandma doesn't know how to FaceTime. Grandma's 88. Grandma's 70-something. They don't have a smartphone. They don't have that. And for them to do that, they need somebody to teach them that technology. And I don't know how old you are, but the older you get, the harder it is to learn. You, you can always learn. I'm, I'm all for learning. That's not where I'm going. But you want to put grandma on FaceTime. Somebody has to teach grandma in the nursing home how to FaceTime or to, to do all that. So it, it's not always that easy. Do you know what I mean? Because they're not um, equipped to deal with the fast-moving pace of technology. And that's where, I, that's where it makes me sad because it's like, oh, yeah, you'll just – grandma's in the home, like, call her. Well, she may not be able to answer the phone. She, she, she has no idea what FaceTime is, right, or Zoom, whatever, pick your poison. Yeah, so, exactly. it, so that's where it makes me sad. It's like the elderly, they're like, well, yeah, just – Go and like, but grandma doesn't know that. Grandma needs the grandchildren. I need my kids to teach me sometimes how to be technology, uh, technically savvy. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's a good thing, but they may not know it. And and the nursing staff and everybody in the homes is too busy to set up a thing for grandma. You know what I mean? Or grandpa, whatever. Pick your poison, yeah. but. Yeah, it, it, it just, it makes me sad because we're losing them and we're losing them quickly. And they can't keep up with technology. Can you? I can't. Every time I turn around, something's changing. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, um, my grandson, uh, who is 11, knows more about the tech stuff that's going on right now than I do. Right. You know? And he can't, 
Yeah, I, that, that's why everybody's like, oh, yeah, well, keep in touch with your grandparents. They don't have that, especially if they're, what, over the age, what do I say, 70 or whatever. I don't know the age. I, I, I'm not going to be, you know, specific to that. But I, I just feel bad for those people. You know, it, it, it breaks my heart that you can't go see them. You can't do that. They don't understand. They're like Facebook them, FaceTime them. They don't know how to do that. And they have nobody there that can go in and teach them because they're on lockdown. So it's, it, I, I feel really bad for those people. Yeah, um, I know that uh, my parents, um, when they were living in their house, um, they had a computer, and the only really thing they knew how to do on a computer was play games. Right, solitaire, right? A couple yeah. other little, yeah, a couple other little games. Yes. And if you don't have somebody to teach them to do that, it's not, I, I'm, I'm sorry. It's a passion of mine because I see it. I'm, I'm like, okay, well, just face time, Grandma. Uh, he can't. Grandma doesn't know how to FaceTime, and there's nobody in there with her, and the, and the nursing staff is so overwhelmed, they're not going to take the time to do it. They, it's not that they won't, but they can't because they've got 100 other people they're taking care of. So I, I, I don't know how to make that better. I, I don't, they're the ones that are dying in loneliness. Do you know what I mean? Because they, they don't have that technology. I mean, in a couple of years, 20 years, 10, whatever, pick your pick your year. I'm going to lose that as well. It's going to be some kind of whatever going on that I won't be able to keep up with. Not because I don't want to. It's just because you, you can't. No, you when you're can't. older, you, you, you can't do that. So do you know what I mean? So and there's nothing like I can't imagine being old alone with a bunch of people you don't know in a home and all you want is a hug from your grandkid. Your grandkid wants to FaceTime you, but you can't do it. I keep saying FaceTime. I'm not even sure if that's the right word. But it wants to do that, but you don't know how to get it on the screen. Do they even have phones? Can they have phones? I, I don't know. So what in, what in, uh, Where in the nursing homes or retirement homes were you talking about for phones? Yeah, but if they have them, but do they know how to use them? That's what I'm saying. They have phones. I guess you could call. No, you can always call. I yeah. understand that. So, yeah, calling yeah. is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with that. But, you know, it, it, you know it, it's just hard. I, I feel for those people that are isolated and don't know technology. Here we are. We're, you're in Canada, yeah? Yes. Okay, I'm here in the U.S. We're communicating thousands of miles apart. And we don't even know each other, but we can't call grandma, and we and we and we can't do those things. You know, it, it's just hard. It's just yeah. sad. So I, I, it's your show. I don't mean to take it over. I don't make it to be depressing no. either. I'm. Hey, no, I, no. I say to my guests on my show that I actually uh, the other day I had a guest. Uh, he calls in every now and again, and um, he says, I, "I'm sorry for interrupting you." And I said, "No, anybody who wants to call in, it doesn't matter what I'm talking about or whatever. You want to call in, you're not interrupting me." So, it's, I, not to me it's not meant to be depressing. I often thought about doing a letter writing campaign to people in the homes and stuff like that. They understand what reading is. That's what they're familiar with. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I don't know how old you are. I'm still okay with getting, I don't Instagram. I don't Snapchat. I don't tweet or do Twitter. Facebook is overrated. So I found Podbean and 
it's calling into people. Do you know what I mean? I, it, it's just mm. technology moves so fast that a lot of people are getting lost in it. And I feel bad that they don't have those resources. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, my, my father is 80 years old. And during the first initial lockdown back last spring, um, he was calling us, but he, he, he FaceTimed us so we could, he, we could see him, you know, he could see us. Yeah. And he doesn't remember how he did it. (laughs) I'm going to laugh because that's so sweet. I'm laughing because it's sweet. The one time is what it did. He's looking, he's looking right at my brother and he goes, how did I do that? <laughs> you know, so right, and, and again, in the thing is, you can't have somebody come in there to teach them because, well, is he in a? I don't mean to be. I don't mean to be personal. Is he in a home or is he still by himself or is he? No, my parents live in a retirement home. Okay, so is there somebody that can help them do that? Because sometimes you just oh, need sure. to say, "Hey, oh, good." All you need sometimes is somebody to say, hey, push this button, and that's all they need to know. When somebody yeah. calls, push the button. But there's a lot of people who don't have that. You no. know what I mean? So, Or they're, like, old and confused, or they have dementia, or, well, there's a lot of other things going on. So my heart goes out to the elderly. That's my cause this season. Like, I, I get there's a, we're all suffering mentally, all mm-hmm. of us. Absolutely. But, yeah. Yes. But if I'm picking my cause for the season, I have all kinds of causes. But I, I feel really bad for the people that are um, locked in. You know, when the only thing you have is something from your, you know, your grandson, their grandson, something like that. It just makes their day. And, you know, we've all seen the, the sad commercials. It's true, right? I mean... They look forward to that one time a year and not being able to do it. Like I said, again, I think a lot of people would benefit if they put on the headphones like you and I are doing and just listening to people talk, mm-hmm. being able to to communicate somehow, you know what I mean, to listen, to hear other people. Just you feel connected, yes. right? I mean, it, it's, it's hard to be, and especially the people that were already alone, Imagine how lonely they are right now. So it, it, and you don't know how to reach them. So sorry, that's my spiel. I'm not going, I'm not being like a Debbie Downer. I'm not going to be like, oh, it it just, I don't know how to change that though. I wish I could change that. I wish I could go in and give every one of those people and set them up and say, hey, talk to your grandkids this way. But you can't even do that. You can't even go in. You can't, hence the whole problem all over again, right? So. No, no. See, the, um, the retirement home that uh, my parents are in, um, they allow um, two family members um, to be um, a caregiver. Um, plus, my dad has PSWs that come in to help him and stuff like that. So well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is PSW? I don't know what that a, means. A personal support worker. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. That's what, they, that's what we call them here. Okay. So, yep. so he has one in the, he has one in the morning and he has one in the evening, and then uh, myself and my oldest brother, um, we can go to that retirement home and we can go and check in on them as well. Only, only two uh, 
members of the family can do that. Yeah, I, so. I don't even know. You're lucky. I don't think we can do that here. Well, I don't have anybody in. I don't have anybody in those conditions. So, um, you know, my um, mother-in-law is. She still lives by herself. She's good, but you know, she doesn't go out, and she's already isolated. She's always been isolated. That's her personality. But now I'm worrying about her even more because she's not even willing to venture into that socialism and. I see her deteriorating from it. Not that I want her to go out in COVID. That's not what I'm saying. No. But even li- but even little things. She's gravitating to I can't, I can't, I can't. I don't want to tell she's not comfortable. I don't want to persuade her. That's not my point. But it's like you need a little bit of socialization, mom. You need you need to and she's like, Well, this phone, it's so complicated and it, it breaks my heart because she, it's just a hard line. I, I just, you know, I don't know how old you are, but technology technology got away with me real quick. You know what well, I mean? I'm, it's like I, I'm 57. Okay. We're around the same age. Yeah. So you, you know how it was. Like I used to be the computer whiz. Ten years went by, raised my family. The next thing I know, I'm like behind it. And it scares me. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's – it's a very good thing, but there's a lot of people out there who don't know how to use it. And not that it's hard to learn, but it can be um, daunting. It can have a real, um, you know, what button do I push? What do I do? What, the screen, And again, the screen isn't big enough. I can't find that button. You know what I mean? So it's, it, it's just a hard draw. So um, we were talking about it. You know, and sometimes all they need is a hug. that's right yeah exactly human contact right like you're okay I'm okay in my house but I still have people I can go hug I can still have people that I have contact with Mm -hmm. it's not the same as video but if you don't have video or contact I think we're losing a lot of people before their time simply because of technology or the lockdown so Sorry again. I, it, it's just my thing. You open. You opened up the discussion. <laughs> well, you know what? I, you know, I, I, I try I, to put that forward first to see everybody. You know, if they connect to that and if they want to comment on it, you're more than welcome to do that. Yeah, and it, it, it's again. I, I, I just, you know, holidays are hard to begin with. How many people are like? Um, it's one of the saddest times between now and Christmas, right? It is. And. To have this during COVID, I wonder how many people are just going to give up. And I hope that they don't. I'm not getting morbid. So <laughs> I'm going to laugh now because I think it's, it's 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 not silly. But like, what, right? What are they going to do? I want to give up sometimes. And I'm much younger, you know, than my grandparents. Or my grandparents have passed away than my parents or whatever. But um, I'm younger than that. And I want to give up. And I, I laugh because I'm like... What are you going to do with that? How do you fix that? There's so many other bigger things going on as well, but yeah, uh, lonely is the worst. It is. I like being being alone. Like you said, boredom. Yeah, we're all bored. Play solitaire. Do that on your computer. But lonely, lonely is a different. Uh, lonely is a different avenue. Yeah, it is. It, it is so. What part of uh, our, what part of the, the United States are, are do you live? 
I'm in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh oh. to be specific. Okay. So yeah, I'm over here. I grew up in the Midwest though. I'm Illinois um, native, but uh, yeah, Pittsburgh's what I call home now. So yeah, it, and yeah, we have a lot of um, Pittsburgh. Well, don't get me started on Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh. Yeah. How about the Pittsburgh Penguins? Uh, how about the Steelers? They're eleven and now, and I'm not a fan. Well, so there you go. No, things are changing, and it's it's hard for everybody. I just happen to pick like I don't know, like I gravitate to to the elderly. Like, meanwhile, there's a lot of parents who are homeschooling. Yeah. I mean, could you could you homeschool your kids right now? I, I don't. Do you, have, do you have children? Yeah. No. Well, my daughter's she's she's 35, so I don't have to worry about homeschooling her. <laughs> no, but no, 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 right. <laughs> no, right. Well, th that's right. They're teaching us. See, that's the pension. <laughs> As the pendulum swings, correct? Like you taught right. them, now they're teaching us, right? That's right. But if you if, if you have little ones or grandkids that you had to take care of for some reason here or the other, could you homeschool them right now? I don't know that I could. Uh, I try. Yeah. I, I would do my best, but I don't know that I could do that. Not Again, exactly, yeah. technology took a huge swing and it, it happened with like the internet and all that stuff right so kind of like the industrial revolution when everything yeah well first, my, grand, my, my grandson would have to set it all up on, on on the laptop to connect to the teacher and everything because i wouldn't even have the first clue on how to do it mm -hmm. right so, I'm, lucky, well, I'm lucky i can even get on podbean you did a good job <laughs> You're on, you you are you're on Podbean. We're good. I found you. You're okay. We're we're we're, make, we're, we're making it happen. No, but it, it's such a, a thing. Like it 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 it's it just it, technology makes it easier, but it also makes it more difficult for people who can't navigate. Like I used to be a computer whiz. Like all of a sudden, like I said, I took some time off, and the next thing I know. 10, 15 years later, and like I always kept up with it, but 10, 15 years later, I'm like, what? You can, you know where all your friends, like, you know, my son is 26, but he's like, yeah, everybody knows where everybody is. I'm like, what? Why do you want to do that? Like, it, it's not even not knowing how to do it. I don't understand why they want to do it, and that's okay. That's their generation. I'll give them that. I'm, I'm not... You know, our parents thought, like, the telephone was weird or whatever. I get it. But it it, it just escapes you, doesn't it? Did, it does. Did you ever lose, like, 10 years where you're like, uh, okay. I'm learning about downloading music, and the next thing I know, it's like MP3 to, I'm like, where did that all happen? So... You know, I went out today and I bought an adapter um, for the USB so I can plug other things in, so I, mm -hmm. so I can free up some USBs on my laptop. So I went out and bought it, plugged it all in, plugged everything back in, and I decided, well, I'm going to do my show at 7, so I did that. And then, like I said, when I go and um, set it all up, and then I want to hear the playback, I got nothing. I'm going, what the heck's going on here? So, you know, all right, I'll just check my sound and see what's going on. And it says, well, you know, 
I have to restart the computer. I didn't know if you plug something new into the laptop that you have to restart it. Here's the first thing I always tell you. Restart it and make sure it's plugged in. <laughs> so, <okay. laughs> so I did right. a complete show at 7 until almost 8 o'clock, and I had no audio. <laughs> well, you learned something. And I had four guests on my program, and they said nothing. <laughs> they, they, you know, they didn't type in and say, I can't hear you. You know, well, and I would have thought, okay, something's wrong here. So, you know, no one said nothing. I'm thinking everything's okay. <laughs> and it wasn't. Right. <laughs> wait. Wait, you can hear me now, right? We are talking. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So when I, when I go to publish this, I know it's going to be working. Yeah, well, it's working. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. I, and do you feel yourself getting old sometimes? Like I'm not old. By the we are not old. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not categorizing you. I've, I've got. You've got a couple of years on me, but not many. Body aches. Pardon me. <laughs> I have aches where I didn't have aches. <laughs> yeah. Aches and pains where I never had aches and pains. Well, you get into your fifties, right? And all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, this wasn't serious when I was in my twenties, but it might be serious now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like. And we've all lost people. I mean, I lost one of my dearest friends before before he turned 50. And I used to think, like, mm, yeah, no. But now I'm like, well, he, he died before he's 50. It could happen to me. I'm not paranoid about it, but I'm like, you see it happen. You see friends pass away. You see children, nieces, nephews. You, you're more um, aware of what can happen. But when you're in your 20s, your 30s, you're like, <laughs> Yeah, that only happens to people in their 50s and 60s. Guess what? We're in our 50s and 60s. It's good. It can't happen. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just um, it's just interesting. And I don't know where technology took that leap. I don't know where I woke up and I was like so much not. <clears throat> it makes Sorry. That was a weird noise. <clears throat> like that noise? Ah. <laughs> that's my that's my frustration noise <laughs> no but it, it makes you it makes you aware of but does it not bring on a wisdom yeah do you not feel do you not feel calmer about certain things like if shit happens you're like been there done that I can handle it it's plus well, you to have the they used to have the bumper sticker out there. Shit happens, right? But we yeah. know what that shit is now. If you an eighteen year old put shit happens on their like bumper sticker, I'd be like, you have no freaking clue. No. You need to have you have you need to have a couple like near death experiences. You need to be rock bottom, had two or three addictions, then you can talk to me about what shit happens. I mean, I've earned my stripes. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've done a lot of that, and I came out of it okay. Mm, cautious or not, but, you know, you have those, you have those moments. It, it's, it's crazy. Well, you know, when yeah. we were kids, no caution was taken. Yeah, you, you shouldn't, know? though. 
You know, and like and like today, I mean, kids have to wear bicycle helmets. They have to have this on. They've got to have that on. I mean, we were kids. What was a bicycle helmet? I mean, we just, you know, did crazy stuff on our bikes. We did crazy stuff outdoors. But can you, you imagine, know? though? Yeah, you're the same age. Like I said, you got me by. I'm 52. So you got me by a couple of years. But we went out, be home by dark. That's it. I don't. I don't think any parent will send their kid out and say, be home by dark now. Not anymore. But nope. they have cell phones. And and I agree that you want to know where your kid is and they're safe. I'm so fortunate that that's there. But now kids are, they don't have that, what's the word I'm looking for? Free judgment? Judgment to, my mom knows where I'm at. My mom knows where I'm at. This is happening. Like they're always being monitored. So are they getting smarter to not monitor? Are they like saying, well, I'm going to put my phone down here and go, you know, we rode our bikes. We rode our, it's not better or worse. I'm not making it like, again, the pendulum swings. I think I'm going to do that for my podcast. The pendulum swings, right? I think that's a great, I like that. No, but I think that you, you want to know where your kids are because there's so many more creepy people. But you're not giving the kids to be independent, or if you are, you're choosing them. Well, who am I lying? We snuck around anyway, right? Yeah, yeah I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> kids, kids will find a way to sneak it around, right? But I don't know that I want to be tracked. I don't do a lot of social media because I don't want people to know that I'm eating out with my relationship with my people are my relationships. You don't need to know I'm out with Jenny or Wayne or Laura. Why? Why do you need to know that? Mm-hmm. It, it, but you can't change what is, right? That's the world they live in. I'm not going to I'm not gonna make it back to, you know, talk on the telephone. <laughs> hey, did you ever stretch the cord on your telephone when you were young to hide in the bathroom and, like, talk to that person? I, I couldn't because the phone was always in the living room. Oh, uh, did you want to that? That's it. We didn't have another phone, We, could, you know, to to go hide somewhere with it. You know, like you say, now it was in the living room, you know. So, yeah, there's no way around that. Yeah. No, but it's different. Here's the weird thing to me. Do you remember when you were like, I'll pick you up at 7? You had to be there at 7 o'clock. There was no texting and saying, I'm going to be late. You had to be somebody and pick them up at 7. You made everything you did to get there at 7 because how else would you contact them? That's right. You're not going to call the grocery store or wherever it was you were meeting them. Hey, I'm going to be late. What? You showed up. It it boggles my mind. I'm sorry. It's It's just silly to me. It's yeah, I know. Different times, and I'm not one to be like bring it back. I, I'm I'm getting what everybody's doing. It's totally fine, but it's it's just a whole different world. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, um, I mean, how did we find information out back in those days? Oh my God, that's exactly that's the other thing. How the hell? Oh, okay. Can I can I get one second? Now everybody's like. I think teachers need to teach, and I'm not going to have a edit, how to find correct information 
rather than the information. If you want to know how a cell is born or Krebs cycle or all that stuff, there's a million great videos out on the internet to find how to do that. But how do you know what is the right video? We need to teach kids how to find the right information. And we need to guide them in the right way. I get that. They need the basics. We're good. But you want to teach them a video about DNA and science? There's a million of them out there on the internet. But which are the right ones? We need to teach them how to communicate and how to find good information. More than the information itself. Does that make sense? I'm sorry. It's no, it does actually. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Again, you want to see how a baby is born? You could probably miss. <laughs> I don't. I've had a couple. I, I know how that is. Doesn't need to be seen. I'm telling you, nobody should ever watch that stuff. But if you really yeah. wanted to know it, you could go out there and visualize from start to finish of what it is. But do I know that's the right video? And how do I communicate with people other than like we're doing right now? I think face-to-face. -face, do you know that I'm even teaching cursive writing in schools anymore? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're not. They are, they're teaching printing and typing. It'll be an art to read cursive writing 100 years from now. People won't know what that is, like true cursive writing. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, but no, it, it's okay. It's a difference. It doesn't need to be that way, but it's like, all right, so everything's digital. What if everything breaks down? There's no written anything. Do people write it down or print it? We don't. God, I'm sorry. I came onto your show and I'm like, let me tell you about this. Have we solved all the world problems yet? Because I got a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no I, 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 I apologize about that. It's not it's not my thing to take over, but oh, it's, no, it's okay. No, it's absolutely okay. I like to you know, I like to hear from people, I like to hear people's different perspectives on things. It's absolutely fine. Yeah, it, it's just different that we come into things like I think in a hundred years, the biggest skill you're going to have is to be able to communicate to somebody face to face. I think you're going to, we have to go have human interaction. Yeah. You go, you're trained, you know how to deal with the humans. Like it, 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 it it's also, and I love it. I love that we have never probably spoken, right? Had it no. not been for Podbean or this beautiful technology we have. That's right. I love And I love it. I have talked to, um, I have a friend, he's in India. He's learning to speak English. And the things he says about my country, the U.S., he knows more about U.S. history than I do. It's amazing. Like, you, you touch base with a whole bunch of different people. And I think it's great. I think it's phenomenal. But it's not face-to-face, -face, which no. is good. It's good. But again, we need human contact. Hey, come hug me. I'm over here in Pittsburgh. Come give me a hug. <laughs> That's a long drive for me. Uh, yeah, yeah, me too. But I'm hugging you. I'm here. It's not the same, right? I'm kidding. But the same, it, it's the same thing. It, it's sad. It is what it is. You're not going to change it. I, I don't have the power to change the way things are going, nor do you. I. Do you? No. Oh, who are 
No, okay, good, because I was worried. I was. <laughs> I thought you were the power changer. I was getting right in there to like tell you to change it. I wish I could. Yeah. I wish I could change a lot of things, but I can't. But you can't. It, it's it's the way shit swings, and um, you know our parents said the same about us, their parents, and everybody else before that. And you know, I'm not against it. I understand our kids. Would you say your daughter's like 30, 35? Did you say she's 30, in her 30s, correct? She's 35. Yeah, 35. That's right. Yeah, so she's got her own thing going, and her her way is her way. It, you you can't deny kids their generation. It, it is what it is, right? But, That's right, yeah. It, uh, so I'm not going to be one like, ah, oh, these kids don't know anything. That's not where I'm going. They're going to take with it. They're going to be the, you know the uh, what's the word I'm looking for the future yeah yep. so the future and and we have to allow them that we were the future oh my they're god the, where we they're the, the, they're the frontiers of more to come <laughs> right so you know you don't want to discourage them I, I don't know how it gets to that point there's good things like and bad things and aren't like we had a lot of race that we there was a lot of things wrong with our generation as well. And they've made it better and they've made it worse. I mean, we've made it better on some aspects, but it's harder. Do you know what I mean? So, all right, change the topic, my friend. Do you okay. have something else? I don't know. I got, uh, I got, I got deep. I, listen, I already solved. Oh, I didn't solve world hunger yet. Do you want me to go on about that? Because I got to, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> we have, so, listen, we here on your show have solved all the problems. You know what I mean? So, uh, no, I'm kidding. But mm, it's different. Every generation has their differences. So tell me something else. I'm glad I found you. This is lovely. Well, I'm sorry, what was that? I said, this is lovely. I'm glad I found you, see? Well, I appreciate, I appreciate that. I have to follow. You've allowed me uh, to follow you. <laughs> I will, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah when, I, when, I, um, when I go back out of, out of all this off my screen here, and then it'll come up, and then it'll, it'll show, oh, new follower. That would be me, the pig scroll. Oh. Here I am. Yeah, I'm I have following. something. I have something like um, about two hundred and twelve followers, or something like that. Oh, you're making me jealous. Um, I, I, I have one. I have one follower. It's me. I'm kidding. <laughs> I have a couple. Uh, I, 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 it, that doesn't matter to me. I don't do podcasts or pod painting. Um, for any other reason than just to communicate. I always try to go well, on with a topic, though. And, you know, some people can go out there without a topic. I try to have a topic. but Yeah, I do, because, you know, it's like um, when, when I put my show up, um, like I was putting up my show, like it would be the Monday morning show, Coffee With You. You know, and then and then I'll, and then there'll be a little paragraph there what I want to talk about and stuff like that. And then it, then and then when I was putting this in all the time, it, it just says, um, "No change, what your heading is going to be." So I thought, okay. okay, well, 
you know, what am I going to do? All right. So then I thought, you know what? I'll just go the Truckers Podcast straight forward and out with it. Okay. So when I saw the Trucker Podcast, I wanted to talk to you. Go out with it. CB, like, right. <laughs> are, are you a trucker? I, is, yeah, that, yeah. is that is that what you're? Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. yeah. I am. Um, I drive local now. I used to be a long haul trucker, so I'm just local now, and I do city, and I'm home every day. So nice. Yeah. I, I want. I wanted you to hold. Were you a trucker in the seventies? No. Uh, no. Late eighties. So. Okay, so I want to do a whole show. I'm not promoting my show here, but I'm thinking of ideas. I like to have ideas, right? I want to do a whole thing about like trucker CB calls. Like, do you remember them? Like, yeah, you can. You um, can like. There's like, like, like you're talking about what, um, um, like the sayings are. Yeah, yeah. I want to be. Listen, I'm going to be hard hat. You can be crumb crusher. <laughs> hey, hard hat. This is crumb crusher. We're out there, like you know, looking for what do you call them? The, not the Mounties. It may be different because you're 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 above me. Oh, oh God, with the me, uh, uh, the bears. Where are the bears? Yeah, the <laughs> bears. Thank where's you. The, yeah. Where's the smoky bears? <laughs> yes, where are the smokies? Yeah. So I remember I was I was I was little and my mom's in the car. We're driving and there's like these truckers like honk. You never used to do the whole thing in the back window. Would you push your hand and you would make, or you like pump the thing and the truckers Pull would the hard. toot their yeah. horns? Kids still do that today? Yeah. Do they still do Absolutely. it? I'm so excited. I thought maybe they, oh. So we're doing that. And my mom's like on her CB and this guy was flirting with my mom. We were laughing so hard. He's like, hey there, Blondie and the, uh, I did a Monte Carlo at that time, whatever they called it. You know yeah. what I mean? And we were laughing so hard. It was the best trip. He's like, hey there, I got a foxy lady in the whatever they called it. You know what I yeah. mean? So I, I think that's like absolutely, well, yeah, you couldn't have been a trucker in the 70s because you're still growing up in the that's 70s, right? right? Yeah. So you weren't, tw you weren't 12 and driving a truck, I right? I hope not. You're going to talk a truck that I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey there, good buddy. Remember Smokey and the Bandit? Uh, that kind of that's stuff. That's my favorite movie. Like oh, uh, yeah, movies. it is. Well, yeah, and then Convoy. We got a Convoy. Yeah, the Convoy. Remember? I went. Yeah. <laughs> so when I, remember, when I tuned into your station, I'm like, it's a great it's a great topic. It, it It's good. But I'm like, oh, my God, I want to talk CB talk to him. Like, but. It didn't go there, so we're good. I, we should do a whole thing. I looked it up on the Google. I'm teasing. It's Google, but old people say the Google. Yeah. And it's like the Facebook. I'm like, okay. So now I start saying it to be a joke. Now I sound like I'm really saying it. I know it's Google, but I say the Google because it's funny. But the whole thing about, you know, um, Smokey and the Bandit, like, uh, yeah. What were the other? You, give me one. You're a trucker. Give me like one or two other ones. Oh God, I mean, I don't even use the CB. I haven't used it. And okay. I know I I never really talked on it a lot because there's just a lot of nonsense. 
you know, or, or well, the radio, we're talking, right? We're talking, <laughs> we're talking nonsense now. It's just a totally different. Yeah, but platform. there, yeah. So, well, here, here, this is what I'm going to find here. I'm going to trucker, trucker lingo. They call it trucker. Please do. Trucker lingo. What do they got on here? There were the smoke. Oh. There's the smokies. Um, all locked up. That means the, Traffic jam. Uh, the way station is closed. <laughs> yeah, so everybody. I'm sorry. I haven't even heard that one myself. Oh my God. I heard that. I know what that means. Now that you say it, it's funny. I mean, it's it's just. Okay, so you don't. What, I don't know when if CBs officially went dead. Do people still use them? Oh, yes. I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah, the truckers out there still okay. use them. Okay. Yeah. So if you don't do CBs, which is okay, like, it, it, I get it. What do you do now? How do you know what's going on? Do you have an app? Do you have, like, when you're out there, do you listen to that stuff? Um, no. Um, you know, I'll put on, um, um, really, I'll put on the GPS, and it'll, it'll let me know when traffic jams are ahead and stuff like that on, on the GPS. You yeah. know, but uh, So much reliable. That's where I rely on now. I mean, you know, just uh, like I say, some of it out there with the truck drivers, um, this, this, a lot of bad mouthing and ignorant talk and, and stuff like that. Has it has it turned? Has it turned? Seriously, you, you got away from it. Well, I don't know if you're ever into it, but you got away from it because um, it's a lot of like. Bad mouthing? Is that what they do yeah, now? I'm bad, curious. Yeah, I don't a lot know. Of bad mouthing. Yeah. Like, what did they say? Like, how would you be bad mouthing? And again, just give me an example. Well, it could just be, be yours. It could, it could be. It could be bad mouthing about you know. It could be bad mouthing about race. It could be bad mouthing, you know. Um, truck driver doesn't like what somebody said, and he'll jump in the conversation when it had nothing to do with him. He'll start cursing and swearing and. And carrying on yeah, and that kind yeah. of talk, right? And it's like the CB is not for that reason. It's not for that purpose, right? The CB for the truckers are, are, you know, to help one another, let us know what's going on down the road, you know, give us some information what's going on out there, you know. Now, do you have a CB? Do you have a CB, or you just totally don't have? I took it out. I, don't, I, I get, took it I out think. of the truck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm. This is such a good. I'm writing this down. This is a good conversation. Come on my show if you ever find me, Pink Scroll Podcast. I'm not on everyone's. I'm not promoting my show, but I would love to have CB Trucker Talk. You could only call me with CB Trucker Talk. There you go. Okay, hard hat. <laughs> okay, hard hat. This is Crumb Crusher. I'm like <laughs> coming up the line. Got some Smokies. What do they call the way station? What do they call it? Um, what did they call it now? They called it, um, oh God, I can't remember now. Oh, geez. That's okay. That, that, that's okay. I, I'm just, uh, yeah, there's so many of them. And I think that's, I grew up in that age, like in the seventies. I was a young kid in the seventies. Obviously you were too. So you weren't driving a truck in the seventies, but it was so much fun. I'm amazed that the kids still do the whole pump in the arm thing, like blow your horn. Do you blow it for them? For for the kids? Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you drive a big yeah, truck? Transport. Can I yeah, I drive a transport. Yeah. yeah. Is that an eighteen wheeler? Eighteen wheeler. Yeah. Eighteen wheeler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's what they call the law the um, the law enforcement headquarters station. Like that could be the, um, um, of course, the way station too is the bear den or bear cave. Yes. See, come on. Yeah. Burt Reynolds and Sally Fields, huh? Yeah, and the... You know, Smokey, Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, Smokey, yeah. That's funny. And the... Uh, I'm so glad. The enforcement, uh, the enforcement aircraft is bear in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and the ones... I'm sorry. And the ones that are hiding, you know how the cops hide doing, doing the, the radar? Yeah. yeah. It's called bear in the bushes. Oh, that's some bear in the bushes, hard hat. We're coming upon it. Smokey's, Smokey's on their tail. I, I mean, right? I, that's a good one. I, I'd like. Thank you for having me, by the way. This is really no sweet. Um, I, that's why I like. Again, it's a little bit of history. I, I seriously think there should be a whole show, and I don't think anybody should call them with their real names. I think they all should be like, you need to see me, like you know. I think you were calling my mom Foxy Trot or something. I, I it was just funny. She was all embarrassed, and he kept he was right there. We were cracking up. There's like three of us in the back seat. Like it's hilarious, and he's like tooting his horn, and we're like, "Yeah, go, mom." She was all, you know, 1970s, like you know, it's a, she wasn't Farrah Fawcett, but you know what I mean, like that whole thing going on and going on. Going on, <laughs> so you like your job? I do. Yes. Do you? Yes, I do. Yeah. Are you under? Okay, so I'm not. I don't get into politics, religion, any of that stuff. But during, and I don't talk COVID usually. But do you feel you're busier now during COVID? Um, not really. Um, I think it's actually slowing down somewhat than, than it was, you know, I mean, usually this time of year, um, um, I'm a lot busier. Um, there's times that I'm, I'm sitting around uh, waiting for my dispatch to send me for, for a pickup, you know, what do you haul? What do you haul? It could be uh, just general, general freight. Freight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was just wondering like how everybody's like the trucking industry is, People always weigh in on their opinion, but uh, how else does shit get from one place to the other? You can't put everything on an airplane or a train. Like, well, we don't. You guys run. If right? we don't bring it, you can't buy it. Ah, uh, yeah, I agree. Right? The truckers bring. I agree. The, yeah. the truckers bring everything that you own. Everything that is built. Well, that is true. Even at my local delivery store, there is not an airplane or a train up. showing up at my local. Right. right. Damn. Right. Right. It comes. Dan, are you? Uh, I mean, the, you just think, just think of the logistics from from air, ship, you know, um, train, and then eventually has to go on a truck, and that's how it gets to all. That's how it gets everything to your stores. You know, from the littlest knickknack on your shelf to the building that you live in. 
Yeah. Right? I, okay, so so somebody else was doing a show and they're like, yeah, the truckers claim that they're like the base of the United States. Again, I know you're not in the U.S., so I'm, I'm making it relative to you. I assume there's similar standards, right, between between us? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, trucking, trucking industry. Okay. Yeah, I don't mean it's like, yeah, like you said, it, it's like, yeah, how else does it get here? Again, there is no airplane at my local True Value or my local hardware store. No. It's a truck. Somebody brings it. And um, it's just it's just wild. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand how you could get it any other way. Well, surveyor belt. Well, if, if, if trucks yeah. stop, so does the economy. Because there's nothing okay. coming, right? You're not getting fuel in the ground for your cars. You're not getting commodities on your shelves to buy. It's all going to run out eventually, and we wouldn't be able to stock the shelves fast enough to save your life. No, I, and I agree with this. This is like a wonderful conversation. Okay, so again, not asking anything personal. Do you think you're well compensated for what you do? You don't have to tell me how much you make. That's not my thing. I'm asking a personal opinion. Do you think that you're as far as the industry like we're like you're a base right you are a need you are essential need right do you think you're compensated well enough or not and and i'm not asking you about anything about money i'm just asking your opinion do you think we overlook or underlook you that's my question um well if you if if depending on how how you put that in perspective but as for um as for uh wage um um, you can make a living, a comfortable, okay. a comfortable living. Yeah. Okay. No, that's not. So you're okay, mm-hmm. right? That's what I'm yeah. asking. Because there's so many other industries that it, you you do this. Uh, my ex is a uh, airplane mechanic, and I couldn't change an engine on an airplane if you tried. I'm like, you really changed an, an engine on an airplane. He's like, yeah. I'm like, you didn't just like do a few nuts and like replace the flam, uh, fan blade. He's like, no, I, we took the engine off. We replaced it. I'm like, glory, hallelujah, because I couldn't do no, that. No, I couldn't. It's, it's a lot. Uh, no, well, I couldn't, but it's the same thing about trucking. Like, it's it's an, it's an art. Does that make sense? It's uh, plumbers, electricians, mm-hmm. those people... Again, I'm uh, wait. I'm also not. Hey, I just solved the whole world economy. Just so you know, keep talking. I got. I got a few more. What else you want to solve here? <laughs> we got it. Hard hat. Come on, crumb crusher. We're like roll. We're come on. I want to say roll it. Mm, I want to say a CB term. I can't do it. We're rolling down the line. We're doing. Come on, calm boy. <laughs> yeah, but 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 there are, there are a lot of lost arts out there, right? Everybody can manage a budget but the hard skills still need to be had right well and we and we need drivers in this industry you know it's one industry that just lacks so many people you know is it hard is it hard to do that no it's not hard to do it it, it really isn't you drive? Do you unload or unload? I'm being ignorant here. I don't. I don't. I, I don't mean to be I go, like. No, silly. I no. Because um, there are people that um, you know. You see, you see the um, um, the uh, the smaller the smaller trucks going into um, 
you know, into the variety store and they, you know, got their ramp down, they're loading down there. They got the, you know, stuff piled up on the hand jack and they're wheeling it into the store. There's jobs like that in the industry where they do a lot of hand bombing like that, you know, and then in, in my, what we deliver and pick up and stuff like that is dock to dock. I just back into the dock to take it off, close my doors and I go to the next place. I, I hope you don't mind me asking these questions because I'm really curious now. So I have a few. So do you own your own? I want to say rig. Can I even yeah, say that's that? A name. Am I allowed yeah, to say rig. that? Yeah, <laughs> no, I do not. No, I drive for a company. They own the trucks. So I don't have that overhead. Okay, what about... Okay, so that versus the people that are in the truck stops that have their own rigs and they have that little, like, what is it, in the back? Like they sleep in there and stuff? The sleeper, yeah, stops, the sleeper yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sleeper. So what is, the, what is the advantage to doing one over the other? Do those people – I know they have to have a huge – okay, so what does a rig cost? If I wanted to go – I'm going to buy a rig, by the way. Hey. I'm <laughs> – buy a rig did it get me a charlie on the i don't even know i'm making that stuff up but those that shit is expensive yeah yeah if you're if you were to buy a brand new rig it'd probably cost you about one hundred and twenty thousand. really and do and how do those people work differently do they make a return on their investment i'm just curious um i guess they would you know i mean if they i mean if they keep it if, if they keep their their rig up and and keep good care of it and and stuff like that, yeah, you know, they, they get, they'll get make money off of that, but you know, they, these these guys that own their own rigs too, I mean, um, they drive for companies, right, they're, they're, they're called owner-operators, right, right? and um, they drive for companies, so, you know, they're, um, they're getting miles, you know, um, for an example, um, Back in the early 2000s, I was teaming with a, a buddy of mine, and we would run. Um, our run would be um, down to um, Phoenix, up to Las Vegas, and down to Los Angeles, and then home. Uh, okay. So we we'd run probably 20,000 miles a month is what we would run. And, and the money was better or worse? There's a sense of security. It's a like little more. Your phone one, on the one hauls a little more money. Right? It depends, you know, it depends too on, on, on the company. Like I've seen the, like over the years, like the, the wages have gone up and they have gone up considerably. Yeah, but gas has gone up. Do you pay? Do they pay for your gas? I'm, I'm just again, I'm a novice here, so excuse me if I'm, I'm not asking the right questions. But like, uh, do you have you get paid per mile? Does that? Do you get to uh, the gas, the time? Is it purely um, a per mile thing? I mean, the faster you go, the more you deliver, the more money you make. Is it a time thing? No. Do you know what I'm asking? Yeah. No. I mean. That's 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 the other thing too in in the industry. Um, it's not the faster to go, and, and, you know, breaking the law and, and that kind of crap, you know. But um, see, I'm paid by the hour because I'm a company driver. 
right? Which is different than the overhaul, the long, right. the long so they, haul so, drivers. Yeah. Right. yeah, so you know, owner operators, um, I think, I think they're up probably around, could be about four dollars a mile. That doesn't, it doesn't okay. sound like a lot, but at the end of the day, it is. Well, yeah, twenty thousand miles. Yeah, I, I get that. Again, I, I don't team. know enough to ask these questions. That's a team running that. A, a single driver would okay. run that. They can't, or they, they, they wouldn't. They can't because, it's because yeah, because they, they see when when you when you're teaming, the truck only stops to either fuel and switch drivers. Uh, and that's the so other we thing. continue saying, okay. on where as a single driver drives his 11 hours and he's got to stop for 10. Is that the, is that the, is that the yeah, law? That's the law. The United States is, is 11 lying. hours of driving, um, a total of 14 all day for work and 10 hours off. What about up there where you are in Canada? Is it different? Yeah, it, is it the same it's, thing? I it's, don't know. Um, Similar. Yeah, 13 hours of driving, um, 14 hours of work, and 10 hours off. Uh, okay. Yeah, because they were saying there's a lot of things about truckers being, um, they don't sleep enough. Like, that was a big thing. Like, they're tired. They're doing a lot of extracurricular activity. I'm not, again, it's what I hear. I don't know. I don't have it for you sure. You know, the thing is, not judging. You know, when, when the driver is off duty at the truck stop, you know, what he or she does, you know, that's that's entirely up to them. And I mean, if they're not getting enough sleep at the end of the day because they they went to the the, uh, the nearest watering hole and drank to midnight and had to get up at five o'clock in the morning, you know, then that's their fault, right? Right. I agree. Do they have to log it? Do you have a log on your truck where it knows when you're going and when you're not? Yeah, we, How do they know that you're actually... Yeah, we have electronic electronic logs. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and, and the yeah, United that, States and the going. United States has actually changed over to that now, too, is electronic log. So when you start your... I want to say it because I feel so professional now. Your rig. <laughs> Sorry. When you start that, does that when it starts to register, or do you log it in when you start? As soon going? as you log in. Is it by computer? Yeah, as soon as you log in. And so that, yeah, okay. So that that's very interesting and stuff like that. It, it's just it's amazing to me that we don't have enough talk about that. Like I said, I'm making fun of the whole CB thing, which is I'm still doing a show about that. By the way, I did not forget. I wrote that down, but. Yeah, so there's something you can do it on, understanding the trucker talk and CB, uh, CB pen codes. You can do your show on that. Yeah, understanding trucker talk and CB pen codes. I know, but we have to go from the 70s until now. Like, do you remember, like, when we used to go, like, run errands when we were kids and stuff? Nobody knew. We'd, like, stop off at, like, the 7-Eleven. It's here now. All right. We go, we get like a drink, we like talk on our, well, we have phones then, but we stop and see somebody, we do whatever. Now all that shit is logged, right? I mean, that's, that like GPS is like a crazy ass thing for you guys now. You can't hide. Not that you need to hide, that's, that's not where I'm going, but you are, are you constantly monitored? Uh, like, everything that that truck does on the electronic log, yes. 
Yeah, it knows when that truck has stopped. It knows when that truck is rolling. Yeah, again, there's two different types of like, okay, what about long haul people who own their own, own trucks? Are they still being logged? Um, yes, and um, now they, they would have to um, be switching over to the electronic logs as well. Yeah, no, that that's good. I mean, I get that. Like, truckers there for a while got a really bad reputation of being, um, you know, running 22 hours without anything. And yeah. that. Again, I, I, I'm not. I'm not just saying that. Like doing drugs to keep themselves awake yeah. in order to make the run. And again, I'm not stereotyping. It's what I've heard. No, it's true. I, it's, it's not what it's I meant. Absolutely true. So, are there? Do you guys get? Look, I make interview on my show. Whose show is this? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Come on to your show. I'm going to interview. I'm grilling you to the T. Do you guys get um, regularly drug tested because of that? Did that change? Is it? it was it's it random. something for a while? It's random. Ram yeah, it's random. Okay. Yeah. So, and do you find that you being in Canada, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. um, and us, and us being here, do you, are the rules different, or do we pretty much follow the same rules? No, we have to. We have to. Um, like, if we're going to be crossing. Into the, into the United States, those drivers that do that, um, they have to go for a mandatory uh, drug test. And then their, their name is put into a pool and they can be chosen randomly at any given time. Now, that's how my ex was. He works with airlines and they have random pools. He can be pulled at any given time. Yeah. He doesn't do drugs, but what I'm saying is it, it makes you it, it makes you aware of it. What about overseas? Do you know anything about those people who drive over there? No. Not your thing, but do I don't know what their rules are, you know, in the United Kingdom or anything like that. I don't know. Okay. I was just I was just curious. I don't know if they're I'm assuming that everybody would have the same safety policy, yeah. Nobody wants nobody wants somebody um you know, fucked up behind the wheel. No, right? that's right. So have you known people? Do you know Again, I'm not trying to incriminate anybody. So, and when these drug laws went into effect, it's so easy to test for drugs right now, right? It's, do you know what I mean? It, it, it's not like you wait three weeks and get a result or whatever. Do you think it's calmed down? Was there a problem in the industry at one time? Not for you. I'm not trying. I'm not saying anything, but I'm just saying. Did you notice? God, I'm such an interviewer today. No, I. Not me personally, so. no, but uh, probably, um, you know, the law enforcement, um, you know, uh, probably say, you know, this is being, you know, coming out more often and stuff like that. You know, we got to have drug testing in this industry. So that way, yeah, but me personally, no. Well, no, no, I agree with that. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not asking you. That is my point. But I'm saying, did you notice at a time, like, when did it become – that's my question I'm trying to ask. Like, when did it become, like, mandated? Like, there was a 70s, we knew all that. We're like, did it get bad at one point in the century that you noticed, and has it, has it gotten better? That's that's my question. Are, are truckers more courteous now, or not courteous, more conscious now? And was there a point at one time where there was a problem? Not with you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that, but... You're in the industry, right? Do you, did you notice that it peaked at some point? And courteous in, in what way? 
No, I mean, like, so was there, like, in the mid-80s? Everybody was doing a lot of drugs in the 80s and early 90s, okay? So did you see that it was spiking? It became a problem at that time. And do you think that because of all the rules and the mandates, it's gotten better? Um, for what, uh, I wouldn't really um, notice it because I've never done anything like that. So, you know, I wouldn't be in that group. But um, I think... Um, it, it it has gotten better because it's been it's been mandated for many many years. You know, even you know, yeah, like even like into the nineties, you know, late eighties, nineties, it, it has been mandated. You know, for for drug testing. You know, in the industry. Okay. Yeah. Again, I'm a novice speaking out, and again, this is nothing against you. I'm asking you about the industry. It's no reflection on anything, but. Yeah, we heard about that. We heard about people, truckers being up for 24 hours and doing those mm -hmm. things. And I, I'm assuming that it was, um, here I'm going to date myself. In the 80s, everybody did a lot of coke. Everybody did a lot of stuff. That was a thing of the 80s, okay? It, it, it was what it is. Whether you did or you didn't, that's not your thing. But it's what we're known for, mm -hmm. right, because of the 80s. So I wondered, you know, we heard about that, or I did my own personal experience about truckers doing a lot of that. And I'm wondering, I, I, and you can't answer this, I don't, but has accident rates gone down? Do you think that this mandated drug testing has helped? I mean, do you think people are more cautious now driving trucks because of that? Or rigs, can I say rigs? I don't know if I can say yeah. rigs because I'm, I'm not a. Yeah, rigs, <laughs> rigs, trucks, whatever. Yeah, I think so, you know. Um, because, uh, like I say, uh, with the random drug testing, um, maybe you want to be taking something and then you get a call from your dispatch and say, yeah, before you do your delivery, you got to go to such and such truck stop because it's right close to you and you got to be tested. Oh, did they, did they test you at truck stops? Yeah, certain, That's interesting yeah, certain, certain truck stops. Yeah, they, they have the facility there. Yeah, even throughout the states. Okay, how about... How about women? Do you see a lot more women driving trucks now, or no? Yes. Yes. So what's the, what's the ratio, do you think? 70-30, 60-40? Again, just your opinion. No judgment. I'm so... Probably. Thank you for at, let me ask, yeah, probably, ask all these questions. I'm so excited. Probably 80-20. What? 80 men, 20 yeah. women? Yeah, that'd be about the ratio. Where was really? I would have thought it would have. I thought it would have been more only because that's what I think. I have no look. I, I have not researched this, but this is a great topic. Yeah, still more. So really, and why do you think that is? In your personal opinion, um, I, I, you know what? I don't. I, I, I don't know why um, more women uh, don't want to get into the industry, and you know, I really think they should. You know. No, I, I, I agree with that. Do you think it's harder for them to get in? No. Do you, I know you don't think they're not qualified. That That's not where I'm – please, I'm not being judgmental. I'm just curious about the question. Yeah. Because I would have said – I would have said – when you say 80-20, I really would have thought it would have been more like 60-40, 70-30. And the fact that you're still holding that ratio, which is – you know the industry is right. I, I don't know why um, – 
I don't know why that is. Like, it's a good living, like you uh, you had said, right? I mean, it's a decent living. Um, is it stereotypical? Do you think a lot of has to do with, like, management, that they won't hire the women? Or do you think women aren't applying? I don't I, I think it's that women are not applying. And the other thing now, um, the other thing now too, is the cost. To because because okay. now um, here here in Canada, it's mandatory that you have to go to truck driving school, and it's not subsidized by the government. Okay, so if pocket. you wanted to. Well, which is a lot of trade schools, right? People go to be plumbers, electricians, or it's trade, right? I'm, I'm going to call it trade for nothing less, right? Driving a truck is like plumbing, or it, it's not college. It's a trade school. What does that run these days? Do you know? Here um, in Ontario, it's $8,000. So $8,000 out the door to get yourself a pretty decent – it's a trade. Okay. Again, you're not mad about me asking these no, questions, are you? I'm not. just really interested. Okay, yeah. So you don't think they now if they go through the school? Do you think a what? Did you have to go to school, or did you just learn on the job? Yeah, I was self-taught many years ago. So did somebody? How do I explain this? Did somebody teach you? Or did you have like a sponsor or like you went on and they said, yeah, we like you. We're going to train you. You were training on the job. Yeah? I worked. I, uh, I worked at the company and he asked me if I wanted to get my truck driver's license. So I did. And I just went out with drivers. You know, we drive to Toronto or, or Windsor, you know, and I do the driving and all that stuff. So that's how I learned. But did you have to at that time? Did you have to log so many hours that you drove or you were sponsored? Was there, was there a protocol? Yeah, we had. Or did you have to take well, it Well, back then, back then, uh, we still had the, the paper logs. So anything you did in the truck, you know, driving on duty, off duty, and all that stuff, right? So it cost me a hundred. It cost me a hundred dollars to get my trucking license. Okay. It's a hundred dollars. But did you have to log so many hours before that? Did you have to say, no. yeah, I'm going to go for my trucking no. license? No. no, I just, uh, I think I, I did it for something like maybe six weeks. And then I booked my road, and then I booked my road test. Have you been with the same company since? No, I, or I've, driven, like, I've driven for several companies. Several companies, yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying, so now your advice, oh, good. I had to do a whole. I'm going to interview for the show. I've already been interviewing you. You did a that. great We're job. Recorded, by the way. Fantastic job. Fantastic job. But my my point is, would you recommend knowing that it now costs like eight grand, right? Eight thousand, eight thousand dollars American dollars to do that. Do you um? Would you recommend somebody to go into it? Absolutely, I would. Yeah, yeah good. That's not, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I encourage people yeah. to. Again. For sure. Yeah. I'm telling you that. I have, I have $3.27. I'm saving up the too old. Is there, a, oh, here's another question. Is there an age restriction? Can you be too young or too old to drive? Well. I, I assume you have to have a driver's license. You know, you have like, to, what is the age of driving? You have to have that. You have to have a driver's license. Um, you have to be in good health. 
you know, so um, mentally stable. Oh, God, I'm like, check that out. <laughs> I'm trying something. <laughs> I'm going to be an aircraft technician. No, but I admire you. I admire my ex. Like, again, could I change? And I, I, I asked him a nine times, I, and I'm repeating myself, but you really took an engine off an airplane and, like, fixed it and put it back on. Yeah. I can't even change a tire. The vacuum confuses me. Do you know what I mean? So you have to pay people for that, for their schooling. It's an admirable trait. Do you know what I mean? And, and people think that manual labor or that kind of stuff is, oh, what is it, blue-collar versus white-collar workers? I mean, the blue-collar's got it all the way, right? Because, you know, we don't change our own oil here. We, 20, 30 years ago we did, but... We taking it. We're taking it to a garage. You know what I mean? So um, it, it's just it's it's a respectable trade, and I think it doesn't get enough credit, no matter what you do. Yeah, a friend. Do you know manual? I'm sorry. Yeah, a friend of mine uh, many years ago um, called me over, and he was asking me about the industry, and he said, "What is it like to drive a transport?" And I said, "Do you like to travel?" He says, yeah, I love to travel. I said, then buy a Winnebago. Because trucking ain't traveling. <laughs> right? Just like a flight attendant or somebody with the airlines. Like, that isn't traveling. That's work. It, there's a difference. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I, I'm just saying it's it's – You've lost a blue light, a couple of callers on your show here. They popped, yeah, they yeah. popped out, but I don't yeah, care. They're there, yeah. Um, yeah, let's just say welcome to the show. They've been sitting here listening and stuff like that. <laughs> they got bubbles on here. Um, I need my glasses. I don't even know where my glasses are here. Oh, we got the Huckaberry podcast show on here. He's been here for a little while listening in. And stuff like that. No, but it, 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 it's a good topic because I'm asking you honest questions. And I, I never mean for you, you don't have to identify. Why, why, why am I thinking this is my show? You need to come. I'm going to do an interview with you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, like, hit you up. Like, this was a great, great conversation. Absolutely. We solved work. We solved, we solved like, all the old people are lonely. Our kids are better than us. And we talked all about, hey, Crumb Crusher. This it's hard hat here. It was. Do they all give themselves silly CB names? Like that's crazy. Back in the day, they probably did. You know, and stuff they probably did. I don't know. But, I never had a but, CB. I never listen, had a CB handle. <laughs> a handle. They call them. Oh, yeah, yes. Handle. Thank you. That's exactly what I said. ID, ID, ID. It's handle. Your CB handle, but that's kind of like we do now on Podbean, right? We put our name out there. Right. Like I would be pink squirrel. I'm pink squirrel. I'm trucking down the convoy. There you go. Some Smokies. <laughs> You're getting it. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, I want to say thank you for sharing. It's your show. I'm sorry. Thank you for having me on. Is what I should say. You're very welcome. So you've been so you've been so sweet. I'm gonna find you again, Pink Scroll. Find me or not, I'm not here to advertise my stuff, but I would love to do a whole segment about trucking from an actual trucker. Do you know what I mean? Like it, 
you don't get the honest answers unless you ask them, right? I can talk to a million different people and it won't be too personal. It won't be whatever, but what are the questions you want to ask? Yeah. Well, I keep saying, yeah, like a, if I'm saying a, does that, that sound Canadian? Oh my God. That's Canadian. Eh? I know. Hey, <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. Yay. Hey, I'm going to do B. I'm going to be like the American. I'm going to go, uh, what? <laughs> What are we talking about? <laughs> I'm going to be the typical American. I've had a couple of drinks. What? <laughs> Who show are we on? Don't be dissing on us. One more question. Okay. What do the Canadian? What, what, is there really this beef between the Canadians and the Americans? On your part, do you see it? Not with you. I know you like me. We're all good. But do you feel there's a discord between us? No, I, you know, I'm. Canadians, Canadians love Americans, you know, we miss you guys, you know, because, you know, we do. <laughs> we're right here, I'm right here. Yeah. We're <laughs> you know, with, the, with the tourism and everything, you know, we miss you guys, they really do. Now, they, in, they enacted a very weird rule that if you actually have a DUI, which is driving, I don't know what you call up there in Canada, but the driving under the influence mm -hmm. or DWO driving, well, they won't let us in the country. Okay. Now, I'm okay because. That's right. That's the, same, that's the same with us going there. We have any any charges like that, any criminal charges like that, we, we can't cross. Really? I never knew that. I always thought it was, oh, see, that's why I love you. I, I always thought that, like, um, a couple of people have had, like, DUI charge. I have not, but everybody knows somebody who has or mm -hmm. hasn't, whatever. That's not the issue. Um, I We had gone to um, Niagara Falls, and there's the Canadian side, obviously, and the American side, yeah. Yeah, eh? Yeah. Eh? 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 <laughs> would you haven't, would you... You haven't said it once. I'm saying yeah. I don't even know where yeah is coming from, but I'm, I'm making it my own. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so, um, but we we I've known that, and like I wanted to go up there with my friend, and she's like, I can't go, and I'm like, why? I didn't know it worked the same on the reverse. We have we have the same exclusion. Yep. Yeah. Yay. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So are, you, are so are you off for the weekend? Are you driving tomorrow? No, I have Mondays off. Mon you have one day a week off, or how many days a week do you have off? Do you do it six days a no. week, seven days a Four week? Four days a week. Odd days. Four days a week, and you're so. I have a long weekend every weekend. So you draw, you drive, or is it we call it driving? Can you call it that? What do you call it? Riding, driving. driving what yeah. is the proper? Yeah, term? I just do. Driving. I do local work, and I'm home every day. Wow, nice. On weekends. Hey. Saturday, Sunday, hey, Monday. Hey, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm teasing. I have to um, let my dog out and do some other things, but. I really have enjoyed the show. Like, I feel I'm so much more knowledgeable. Thank you for having me You're on. You're welcome. It's, it's been – so if you find me, I'm going to find you because I really think um, people need to hear the story from somebody who really does it, and it, it, and it will never be bad speak. I won't ever, like, call you. I ask you about the drug industry and drug, drug testing simply as how it is to the industry. It, it's never personal, but – Oh, my God. I'm talking like I'm an interviewer. I have to go. <laughs>
Okay, you can, I gotta you can go interview me anytime. I have some like I have some prostitutes outside my back door that are waiting for the next interview. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I have some. I'm kidding. No, no, I, wait, wait, there, you have a question. Do you have a question for them? Yeah. No, there's there, there's a name. But, there's a name for that. It's called commercial company. <laughs> commercial. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm going to find you again. I found you the other day, but my friend was coming in and out. And, um, yeah, I'm glad we talked. I'm glad we solved a lot of world problems today. Yeah. You're yeah. like, okay, over and out. Oh, what do yeah, you say? What do you say when you head out? Oh, 10-4, good buddy. I'm, <laughs> I'm ending your podcast. Good job. Thank, yeah, you. thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, take care. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was just a lot of fun, wasn't it? You know, it went, uh, you know, like earlier, um, I did a show from seven till eight. And, you know, when I was done that show and um, I would get it up on Podbean and I play, I play back my own, my own, uh, my own uh, programs as well. Because I want to hear the, how they sound. Well, the show earlier in the evening, I had no sound. So I thought that's just, you know, because I come out here and I like to talk to you and, and I like people calling in and, and it's fine just to sit and listen to. I think that's great, you know, but I got to know how it sounds. You know, as I play, I play it back and, and, and I listen to it. So I know this time that it's working. So, but I thank you to everybody and thank you to Pink Squirrel um, for coming on here and that. So let's get those thank yous out there, you know, to all of our workers and our frontline workers our doctors and our nurses and our paramedics, our police and our fire departments. I thank you for the job that you do day in and day out. And thank you to my guests on my show this evening. Um, Everybody's here. Thank you. I appreciate that. Taking the time out of your day to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we will rock out the rest of the Trucker Podcast. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Trucker's Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Have a great evening. Good night, everybody.